Hello, this is Mark McClure. I played Jimmy Olsen in the Superman movies, and you saw me as Dave McFly in Back to the Future. And you're listening to On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, this is Brian Zemrak with you. Welcome to the 65th edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is the weekly show that gives you the updates on the latest TV, movie, and DVD releases and the latest on remake sequels and upcoming movies. And, of course, each week we bring you a celebrity interview where you can hear the star themselves talk about their career, how they started, the current projects they're working on, and everything they're involved with. And it's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we have another great guest coming your way on this show, Mark McClure, who uh, will join us today. And he played... Jimmy Olsen on the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, and he played Marty McFly's brother in the Back to the Future movies. It's a super interview this week right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we also want to thank all of the people who sent us emails complimenting us on the interview we had last week with Gary Berghoff, Radar of MASH, of course, and... We always enjoy having your emails and, uh, you know, want to thank you for sharing your thoughts with us and everything. And Gary was such a great guest, a nice guy, and we hope you'll enjoy this week's guest, Mark McClure, just as much, because Mark's a great guy, too. And we got to get right into that, because uh, Mark's got a lot to say, and uh, we'll have, coming up next, Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness? Well, it looks like the remake people are taking a turn back to the Western because the 1960s TV uh, Western show, The Big Valley, is in the works. And the show originally featured Lee Majors, who was a guest recently on On Screen and Beyond. And you can hear that interview by going back to our uh, podcast reruns uh, on our reruns page at onscreenandbeyond.com. And you can hear Lee talk about Big Valley as well as, of course, Six Million Dollar Man the fall guy and all those different things that he was in and you might want to check that out because now they're thinking about making a remake of the big valley so uh it sounds like you know the studios are starting to uh, push back to the western era we'll see what happens on that and sony pictures is working on a retelling of flash gordon so you can look for a 2010 release on that one and De Plain, De Plain, Fantasy Island is in development. That's right, set for a 2010 release starring Eddie Murphy this time. The original was a 70s hit TV show that starred Ricardo Montalban. That's about it for remakes from On Screen to Beyond. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu.
Upcoming movies, it looks like Devin Werkheiser, Ned of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, is set to star in Holly, Jingles, and Clyde. It's about uh, two bumbling elves who team up with Santa's daughter, Holly, to try and help a Michigan family save their Christmas tree farm. It looks like it's a 2010 release on that one. And later this year, look for Sweetwater, starring James Caan, Mira Sorvino, and Smokey Robinson and Burt Young in a story about Sweetwater Clifton, the first black player in the NBA. And Samuel L. Jackson will star in Running Wild in 2011. It's about a psychiatric advisor to the police who helps unravel a heinous crime. That's about it for upcoming movies. And next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequels coming your way from On Screen and Beyond. Strange Land 2 Disciple tells the tale of Captain Howdy, who survived horrific burns sustained several years ago, and is back to his ways of torture. Robert England is rumored to star along with former Twisted Sister rocker Dee Snyder. Look for a release later this year. And Harry Potter is big in the news this week because, of course, you know, it's just come out and everybody's going to see it. Well, Harry Potter in the Deadly Hallows uh, Part 1 is currently being filmed in England. And look for a November 19th, 2010 release on that one. And Harry Potter, the Deadly Hallows Part 2 is also being filmed at the same time in England with a July 15th, 2011 release date for that one. That's about it for sequels for On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? As far as TV on DVD, look for Early Edition, the second season, as it hits stores on July 28th with Kyle Chandler. A 13-disc collection called The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. Here's Johnny, the definitive DVD collection holiday edition. That's a long one. (laughs) Will be released on October 6th for all you Carson and McMahon fans. And October 6th, Bones... Season 4 is coming to DVD and Blu-ray. And uh, finally on October 6th, I Want a Dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown. Remastered Deluxe Edition plus the bonus Happy New Year, Charlie Brown makes its way to DVD. And that's about it for TV on DVD. What's next coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Find out next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, as far as movies coming your way on DVD, The Soloist with Jamie Foxx and Robert Downey Jr. arrives on DVD on August 4th, as does Race to Witch Mountain with Dwayne Johnson. And the classic front, we're looking for 1954's Ulysses, starring Kirk Douglas and Anthony Quinn in a movie adaptation of Homer's epic story. And on November 24th, look for Disney's classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to come to DVD and Blu-ray. And that's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, we have a very interesting interview for you. It is Mark McClure. And, of course, he played Jimmy Olsen on the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, all of them, as well as... The Supergirl film that was out, and also he played Marty McFly's brother 
in Back to the Future. So it's just a, you know, he's done an amazing amount of things and he talks about all the other things he's done and uh he's a he's a real funny guy mark mcclure coming up next right here on on screen and beyond on their interview segment no you're gonna like it stick around right here Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond has been on all three Superman movies with Christopher Reeves and played Marty McFly's brother in Back to the Future films, and he's Mark McClure. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and there was actually four Superman films. One was the... And five was Supergirl. Oh, five. Okay, okay. I... Yeah, not that you're shortchanging me. They were, you know, the fourth one, eh, Nuclear Man, what can you do? Now, did you always want to be an actor? Um, nope. I was uh, sent away to military school uh, when I was uh, seven years old. And I survived in military school until I graduated. And when I graduated, um, I was 4'11", 95 pounds. And my mom had met an agent uh, at a beauty parlor that I was running around when I was a little kid. And they became friends. And when I graduated, she asked if I wanted to... Uh, you know, be an actor, try acting. And I said, yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was really just so glad to be out of military school. And she gave me an opportunity, and I started going to interviews, and things just started happening. And I believe, you know, with military school, you um, you develop a sense to be a good judge of character. Just with all the kids you're living with, you have to figure out who are the, guy, who are the angry guys, who are the happy guys. You know, you have to... You have to study people, and I think that really helped me out. I think uh, when it comes to me uh, figuring out characters and you know what people are like, I think um, through you know growing up in military school, I I think I had a lot of training when it came to uh, the study of character. Now, when you got the part, how, first, how did you get the part of Jimmy Olsen in the Superman movies? I was living on a houseboat in Marina del Rey, and I was working on houseboat. I was working on boats. I would clean the bottom of boats, and uh, there was an interview with Dick Donner, Tom Mankiewicz, and Lynn Stallmaster. I went up to the interview, and they said, "Well, what are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I'm living on a houseboat down in Marina del Rey." And Dick Donner, the director, he always wanted to live on a houseboat, or he always wanted to live on a boat. And we started talking about boats for 15, 20 minutes. Just, you know, where can you get them? What's it like? And finally, he just said, okay, get out of here. And as I was making my way to the door, he said, do you even know who Jimmy Olsen is? And I turned around. I said, golly, Mr. Kent. They laughed, and I left. Three months later, I get a call back, and I walk in there. He said, I just want to remember what you look like. And a week later, I was going to England to do Superman the movie. Never had to read for it, just... Just chatted. Just chatted, and I guess I had the energy of Jimmy. Now, obviously, when you use that line, then you had seen the original... Well, I I shouldn't say the original, but the the famous uh, George Reeves Superman, then, I presume. I knew Jack Larson's character, uh, you know, his Jimmy Olsen very well. I watched those TV shows. I understood who Jimmy was... Um, 
you know, like everybody probably, that he is just his energy, his pureness, his his goodness. Um, I knew who Jimmy was, and uh, he's a he's a great character to play because uh, you know when people see me and they find out I played Jimmy Olsen, I mean they, you know, just everybody knows Jimmy Olsen. I mean he is just one of those guys in our lifetime in this uh, on this planet that Jimmy Olsen Superman and. Uh, it's not like they, you know, it's good that I'm attached to him, but Jimmy Olsen as a person is 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 loved. And, and it, I'm very fortunate to uh, feel Jimmy's love. Now, had you ever um, met Jack Larson? Yes, yes. And not, before. not before. Afterwards, I met him. And he's a good friend of mine now, and we sit and talk. And he is one of the most interesting Hollywood historians you can ever talk to. Oh, really? If you ever get a chance... Um, he's unbelievable. He's just a, he's a great guy. He looks the same, and he will tell you Hollywood stories for as long as you, uh, you have battery. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, now you were the link or the bond between Superman movies and Supergirl when they made that one. So uh, how how was it that uh, that came about? Uh, well, they just asked me to do it, and I, uh, you know, I knew I was the link between the two, and it was an interesting film. I mean, during the making of it, it was, I mean, I kind of sensed something was off. I mean, there was just there was just. I'm not quite sure. I mean, it was a, it was a good enough film, but something really was missing in that film, and I still don't quite know what it was. It may have just been that it was just too, you know, that kind of thing. It just, you know, like in the very first Superman, what Donner did, where he made you believe a man could fly. That's that's what making films are all about. If you don't sit there and you don't believe what you're watching, then you're you're just kind of going along for the ride, I guess. And you're, it's important, especially in comic book type films and things like that, that we believe what we're watching. We believe everything about it. And once you start making fun of, of the subject or you start making fun of the audience or you, or you start maybe don't take the audience as serious as you should, um, I think uh, that's where it kind of steers wrong. And I... And uh, Supergirl kind of, I think, didn't respect the audience enough. Well, and the thing about Superman was, and I remember after seeing it when it first came out and telling people about it and saying it was an emotional film at the beginning, and they sort of look at you like, come on, Superman? How, how can Superman be? But the whole beginning of how he came to be and yeah. his, his father passing away and the heart attack you know, and all that stuff, I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't just a, uh, you know, Superman flying. It, there was some heart behind the movie. Well, in, in any film, if you don't care about the, if you don't care about the people, the characters, yeah. then... And you, you did, yeah, and it was it was one of those, and that's Dick Donner. That's the director. I mean, he 
we were a family, and he really made everybody um, feel like they were part of the family. And, and uh, it, it was it was magical. I remember seeing that film for the first time, and we were in Washington D.C. And it really was um, standing ovation. And even you know, I can even talk about Back to the Future when we first saw that with the cast and the crew. That was a stand. I mean that. I mean, when you do a film and then you sit there with the cast and the crew and you see it for the first time, you don't really know what you're going to see. You're hoping it's going to, it's going to be as magical as the as the script was or whatever. I remember when I saw Back to the Future, and everybody was just like, "What was that? What did we just experience there?" I mean, even you know, from the caterer all the way up to the cinematographer or to the crew. I mean, that's the magic of film when you could. When you could put something together like that and just turn people on to a new horizon, to a new possibility, uh, that's the magic of making films. Now, um, to go along with those two films, which, you know, I mean, they're huge films, um, just give us a short idea of what it was like. How was Christopher Reeves and also uh, Michael J. Fox? Well, as it turned out in our lifetime, they both turned out to be pretty incredible people. Uh, I I admire the podium very much, and both those guys have gotten up to the podium, and they've done all they can for the human race to make things better. Um, Chris, when it came to the work, was a very serious cat away from the set. He was as goofball as anybody could be. Great guy. Michael J. worked his butt off. he was filming Family Ties, and he was doing Back to the Future together. I don't think the guy ever slept. Um, his first son was born while he was doing Back to the Future. And both guys, and I don't you know, I've been lucky. In this business, I haven't met a, I haven't really met a sour grape. I've met some, some really classy guys that uh, I'm really proud and grateful to have uh, crossed paths with them. Now, you were recently in Frost Nixon, a critically acclaimed film. Uh, how was working on that one? It was fantastic. Ron Howard looks after me. Uh, he put, finally put me in a film with uh, Apollo 13. And then uh, I was actually there on the very last day of shooting for uh, Michael uh, Sheen, who played um, um, Frost. And uh, he had played that character for two years. And... You know, it, very few people play a character really for two years, and he was really going through some stuff. It was a very interesting day, um, the day he was finally able to let go of that character because he had done the stage for a year and he did the film. And uh, you know, there's another director. I mean, I've I've worked with Dick Donner, um, Bob Zemeckis, Spielberg, um, Ron Howard. I mean, these are Dick Donner. These are filmmakers. These guys know how to. They know how to tell a story on film, and I can't believe, uh, you know, I can't believe I've been lucky enough to have worked with them all. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I've stayed out of, uh, you know, the hot tub madness too, somehow. <laughs> no. I'm sure I could maybe maybe hot tub madness three. I mean, if it's a good script, maybe I'll do that. Um, now, just just one more thing before we finish up. Um, you, you were in two Ron Howard films, um, but you actually had a part in Happy Days way yes. back when. Uh, was that a sort of 
a remembrance when you did, did his other films? Did you get to know him over time? Yes. 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 Well, he was a Burbank boy. I was a Glendale boy. Those are two towns right next door to each other. Um, I'm good friends with his brother, Clint. Uh, we play golf together. Um, way back in the Happy Days days, uh, you know, we knew each other. I played Joni's boyfriend in a couple of the shows. And, uh, you know, Ron is a good guy. He is a, he's as down-to-earth as you and me and just... Anybody that just loves to be anywhere enjoying themselves. And uh, I really appreciate him, you know, throwing me bones when he, when he can. And uh, his films are, to me, the f- kind of films I respect the most. Just because he just, he makes everything real. He makes everything believable. And it's just, I mean, he's an amazing cat. And, you know, each director, all these directors I've mentioned, they all have different processes. And... They all get that story. The main thing is, they know how to tell a story on film, and that's the trick. Mark, uh, I appreciate you coming out here and you know doing a oh, quick little, yeah. and I, I really appreciate you taking the time. It was really a pleasure. And we want to thank Mark uh, so much for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, we sat down face to face with Mark, and we were, uh, you know, sort of being rushed there because he was in and out and running around, and things were going crazy. But uh, we did get a chance to sit down, talk with him, and he, uh, uh, you know, had a lot of fun with him. And uh, he's a great guy. And uh, of course, uh, Jimmy Olsen. What can I say? You know, and Marty McFly's brother, and uh, all the other things. And uh, let's see, what else do we got coming your way here from On Screen and Beyond? Um, like I said, check out the website, because uh, onscreenandbeyond.com, because we often will have guests who we're going to have, and we're going to give you the opportunity to ask them questions by sending us an email, and you can tell us what your question is, and you can uh, you know send it to us, and we'll see. It might make it into the show. Of course, we can't a- ask uh, the, the celebrity all the questions, uh, because uh, it's just the time-wise, we just can't do it. Uh, because we get the, sometimes we get thousands of these things, and uh, you know some of them are duplicates, so we we sort of combine things up. Uh, but uh, we usually get at least a couple on there. We try to do as best we can, but like I say, we can't ask them all because we just don't have enough time. But maybe yours will be selected. We don't know. We'll see what we can do. And um, uh, like I say, you got to check the website because sometimes uh, we don't have a big time span from the time the person uh, says they're going to do the interview. And what happens is uh, we put it up. It might be up for a day or two or it might be up there for two or three weeks. It depends, you know, on how much time we have uh, before we can do the interview. So um, we have to uh, make sure that we... uh, get that up there but uh, a lot of times it's quick and then i have to tell you that you know you it goes up it might be a day or two then it comes down so you have to check the website off and just go in there it's always on the front page right at the top there and you can find out if we have any scheduled guests that are going to be coming your way that you could ask questions of and uh, we uh, also are looking at a lot of the suggestions that people are sending in we've had a lot of those come our way and uh, so a lot of great people that uh, out there want to hear some uh, some people, and we're trying to connect with those people. And uh, you, you never know. Uh, sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. But uh, we'll see what we can do and do our best to get them and see if we can get those people on here so you can uh, hear their story and hear it right from the horse's mouth. Okay, that's about it uh, for episode 65. We are just rolling along. It, boy, it's just... Uh, 
sometimes I just think back, you know, when we first started this thing that uh, it just uh, it seems to have just rolled on and on. And, of course, we've gone to weekly now uh, for the last, uh, this, you know, basically this year. And uh, we appreciate everybody who listens every week and comes back. And uh, we want to welcome new listeners. And if you have a friend, tell them about the show and we'll get them in there. If you are, are on iTunes, uh, we'd appreciate it if you would put uh, a, a little comment uh, on iTunes. If, you, if you're one of the ones who's listening on iTunes, you have that opportunity to say what you think about the show and uh, rate it and things like that. Uh, it sort of moves us up in the ratings with iTunes. And we'd appreciate if you do that. Um, and uh, you can check it out if you know anything about iTunes. You probably know how to do that. So, But you can check it out. They give you space where you can turn around and uh, write a review. So we'd appreciate that. Uh, hopefully good words. And uh, we'll see what we can do about uh, coming up with the people you'd like to hear. So that's about it for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. And uh, it's just about time for me to go. So until next time, this is Brian saying take care. Take care.